You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What's up, everybody? In this podcast, we talk a little music, the entrepreneurial spirit, and of course, stocks. Today is part two of our conversation with Mike and Matt. We're going to pick it up right where we left off, talking Bitcoin, other cryptos, U.S. currency, the whole nine. Anyway, none of this is financial advice or investment ideas. Sit back, enjoy. Welcome to Punk Stock. Bitcoin's more, or I mean, uh, blockchain is the underlying thing. As long as blockchain keeps going, Bitcoin will keep going. Oh, dude, blockchain, they run everything, like medical, they oh, yeah. run so guys, much in blockchain like technology. See that side of it? I think I need to know more of what blockchain <laughs> yeah. is. So I'll, I'll see if I can give you the one minute rundown. But like, yeah. Get a mic. No, but it, I mean, give it's, us just the a, rundown. it's just a notebook, you know? Think of it like a notebook that can never be changed. You write something in that, everyone gets that updated piece of paper with everything on it, so you can't change. So you can use it for cool shit like elections. Elections will, I think, eventually be run on the blockchain because you can't fuck with the blockchain once it's... <laughs> Is that real, though? That's like, real. you can't. It's software. It's software. So think about it. Like <laughs> He's Pete. He went to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. It's like... Um, it's software. <laughs> it's software. <laughs> no, I understand that it's no, software, but like... But like how I, don't, can... I don't know what a ledger actually is on That's... like... The zero and one level, you I, know what I mean? I may have a weird question for you because yeah. I think Ace did mention this before. We tried to make a cryptocurrency a few years back. <laughs> yeah. That's fire, actually. I was trying to emo coin. engineer it. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going to sound like <laughs> such an idiot right now. I love that this is actually a real story, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Bitcoin's code you could get from GitHub and then you could basically use the code of Bitcoin to make another crypto right uh i Maybe. mean you probably uh, could yeah like i, I, I see think that. it's free to use yeah it's all definitely like open source man like, I, I semi forget my second question but like i guess mainly what i'm saying is like what's good with that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that, 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 that was a wild time you turned into nick brzezzi <laughs> right there i took it happened <laughs> Yeah, that was a wild time. We had we had a lot of buddies that were in those ICOs and pump and dumps, and it was weird, man. Well, yeah, all the stuff going on looking at that time. back at all those charts from that time, they look like they look exactly like OTC pump and dumps. Yeah, no, it, it was, bro. I mean, like half of that was just to move blackmailed money around the world. Not blackmailed, but like uh, extorted yeah. money or yeah, yeah. dark money around the world. Honestly, I feel like that was what these ICOs were. Like, right. You if, know, this dude like had two million dollars. He got five of his friends with two million. They all pump in at different times. They each take four million every time they dip. That's five yeah. dips. They take yeah. ten million in liquidity no, and they're no, out. For, for and then sure. all of a sudden they just say, "Oh fuck this project. I don't need it." Or, "Oh, a dev broke off and wanted to go this way. We're gonna cancel it or something." Like, yeah, yeah. that that that. I don't think that was based off of like legitimate quests for technological innovation through blockchain that was just to like scam people yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that so was that's so interesting to me that like so what, we're talking how, about icos and pump and dumps and like 
yeah how do we prevent that like if if we do make a transition to crypto mm-hmm. like i don't think you'll ever be able to change that think you just have to trade the chart right yeah, but is, is that they're feeding is your that fear. more that's dangerous the, though than than a currency that's backed by supposedly backed by gold or something physical uh i mean yeah they're just they're just they don't have merit like there's nothing they're just like skins you know what i mean it's almost like yeah shitty video games like yes they're video games but like that doesn't mean you can go like two turns without it lagging or like you know what i mean it you glitch out and go this way so i don't know i don't i don't think like I see. I think Bitcoin will have its utilitary value. I think, like I kind of mentioned to you guys earlier, like I think it's the banks. Like as soon as dude, banks are gonna start grabbing that in hundreds and thousands of coins. There's only 2.2 million coins left, and it's gonna have to take 40 more years for that to roll out. So they're saying right now, during this gold, during this like bull rush. Only 11 Bitcoin are being like fed to brokers. Like you can only solve Bitcoin at a certain rate. It's like, you know, extremely complex math, whatever. So all that shit happens, but the demand is like 250 Bitcoins per hour. You know, like those, these brokers could eat up those orders. So I don't know, man. I just think Bitcoin, like it, it, it will be a ride of input of, of peaks and valleys, you know, like yeah. it, it will never, be, I don't think I'll ever expect Bitcoin to be like this. It'll right. always go up, down, chill, up, down, a little higher, chill, up, down, high, a little higher. And I think like right now we're still in that whatever bell curve chart in the up where it's yeah. like, you know, that as soon as the banks start getting millions and billions, probably like, like I said, they'll just take millions of customers and say, give me, hundred grand from your portfolio and we'll put it into bitcoin because they can then day trade all that bitcoin make a ton of profit off of that and then also they hold the bitcoin because like you're trading probably through them using like matt was saying the jp morgan coin the bank of america coin but really you're using like on you know on the technical like you're kind of talking about it's bitcoin so like all of these things and it's just gonna be safer all the old white people are gonna be like oh it's jp morgan coin we're good you know like (laughs) it's gonna kind of go that way but but it's all bitcoin but it's all bitcoin because bitcoin is the only one with stability like that because the icos give themselves terrible reps because there's no products there's no end goal there's no nothing except like when this stock drops, it's going to freaking blow. And then six months later, it's gone. Mike, so like, where, what about coins like Ethereum and like Litecoin? Where do they fall in? I mean, I think of that like cars. They're just different. Bitcoin's like the driver of all of it. You know, like Ethereum. That Lambo game. It, yeah. Almost like game game consoles. Like PS5 <laughs> is the best. You know what I mean? And like it could be like PS5 and Xbox. Like Ethereum has its uses. It's just different. But they kind of move in the same way. But like, yeah. But the banks won't get involved, like you're saying. I think. No, no, no. For sure, they already are. I think they're doing that. What they're doing? Oh, just because I think it'll take longer because there's just less stability. Because if the banks put in a hundred million and it goes from four hundred to one hundred, they lose seventy-five mil. But like Bitcoin is such a big mover that they'll be able to make smarter plays out of you know. There's like a such big market cap that like. The reason people can trade Bitcoin is because they kind of know. They kind of know. They kind of right. know. Like Ethereum and these ICOs are wild, bro. It could be like one day this and that. So I think the stability is why the banks will only mess with Bitcoin. But I think like there will be small hedge funds. Dude, there's crypto hedge funds already. You now, are, are there any other coins that are like 10K and up? 
worth 10k now? No, I mean, we can look it up. No, Bitcoin's be, the only one. Be, Bitcoin's Ripple, only one at 10k. Ripple is being used as like the intercontinental token of bank transacting around the world. Like right now, <laughs> you have to, you know, like exchange the currency, but banks are saying like, okay, we'll all use XRP and then they just it like creates the interconnected bank network that is not there right now like, which is that, trading at 46 cents i'll just put that out there <laughs> yeah cuz i think that'll go back up yeah. for sure but that but xrp <laughs> is used by the banks so like i think that will stay around for a while because they're just using that to avoid uh, the fees of transacting 100 million all this stuff i've i've so, got a question i yeah. think okay mm-hmm. so we talk a lot about on this, we talk a lot about penny stocks. We talk a lot about OTC markets, like dirt stocks. And I look at a lot of the crypto as, you know, because watching the boom a few years ago, like XRP was at almost a dollar mm. at one point, and it was, then it, it dropped three twenty five at one three twenty five, and then it dropped down to to twenty five cents, mm-hmm. and that's where it lived for years. So like, what's moving that mark? Like what? Like when it all swelled, was that just pumping dumpers? Did that was just uh, yeah. Mm. That, I think the initial bull market was just not not pumping numbers, but I the think pumping numbers were obviously the ones like watching, and they're the ones that like pull the trigger to make it drop. That's the initial though. But I think the it was emotionally driven. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I was about to say. Was emotionally driven. Twenty seventeen, that 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 bull run that happened in crypto in twenty seventeen was definitely FOMO. Yeah, it was right. definitely FOMO. I market makers yeah. came into this thing, and they pumped what it was that they wanted to pump, and then after they pumped what it was that they wanted to pump. People started like, yeah, I saw this meme. It made me laugh. It said, I showed it to you earlier. What? It said, told my friends to get in on Bitcoin at 3K, <laughs> then at six, then at 10. And now that it's at 18, people are hitting me up and saying, is now a good time? It's FOMO. Yeah. It's FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. Yeah. And I think that once the market makers came in and did their job and that's exactly what their job is to give people fomo like we were talking about tesla stocks earlier it's the news it's like you know jamie sykes from whatever the capital it's all by design though like even like when jp morgan came out with that and i I, want to say it was jp morgan but but they they came out saying like yo it's a bubble and then and, and and don't quote me it may have been another institution but um i want to say it was jp morgan saying it was a bubble Bitcoin dropped so much after that happened. But whatever establishment it was, let's say JP Morgan, whatever the, the, the establishment was, bought an yeah. insane amount of Bitcoin. So the that same establishment. That's that's more of a one. dump. Like, yo, get rid of it all because there's a, a, a specific market cap. Get rid of it all. We, we, we control because we all know that the news outlets are ran by we're not even going to go there but yeah no i feel, I feel but that. but they're all ran by the higher ups and these individuals said okay cool let's get everybody to release what it is that they have from their market cap get them freaked out they got and this is what a market maker does this is why they're market makers get rid of everything everyone's like oh well cnn said that it was a fucking bubble we got to bounce they bounce everyone fucking sells bitcoin some of them made profits some didn't whatever the case is that same institution came and bought up such a huge percentage of the market cap. The same one that released a statement saying that it was a bubble. And when that happened, boom. So when that happens, they buy up the market cap at a very low, low, low entry level. 
And that's what happens. People start to see the price rise up because a bunch was bought out at one time. Cool. It's getting popping again. Let's get in. I don't want to miss the wave. And we've seen this wave happen three times now with this Bitcoin. This big wave. Yeah. Big wave. Big a million wave. little waves in the in the Yeah, yeah. Always, always, always small fluctuations inside of the markets. That's always going to happen. You know, if you're a day trader, you're going to make your bank. Yep. But specifically big waves three times now we've seen it happen last one being the last time was 17. think about it we haven't hit this level since 2017. so now people are looking and they're like "Fuck, man i don't want another 2017 to happen that's why i believe this next run we're going to experience a higher high inside of the markets more fomo Oh now man, you, you're not talking a, about this current run. You're talking about the next one. No, I'm talking about this. Thi the next one. God this one hasn't it. done. This one's not done. Yeah. Is it a good time to get in? Fuck no. <laughs> but for the ones already on the wave, get ready and take get your profits where you need to do. Get ready for. Get I think that says it all. I'm not. Says it all. Get ready. Yeah, just 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 get ready. Exactly. But like yeah, I think uh, Bitcoin has a vicious right, cycle. Yeah. I think at the core of your question is like. The fact that these banks, yes, they buy larger. I think it's it's kind of like gold, you know. Like they can't pump and dump the U.S. dollar. They're not. They can't really run up gold that hard. So now they're looking at Bitcoin. If I get a thousand Bitcoin, pump it up, take profit, let it drop, and then now I have eleven hundred Bitcoin, and I do it again and take profit, and now I have twelve hundred Bitcoin. I think that's what will breed the greed cycle yeah. in Bitcoin. Is when. That is what will breed the pump and dump, and that's what separates it from like regular shit. Is like Bitcoin has a tendency to bounce back because of volatility, because of FOMO that the others don't. So like it's pretty much guaranteed that this is gonna happen over and over. So it's that like yeah. buy, hold, pump, dump, wait buy. for more, and then yeah, yeah just like continue I, to up the volume. I have a question here, and this is. I like looking at what connects each market and mm -hmm. like all that stuff. Right mm -hmm. now, with Treasury so low, like mm -hmm. our, uh, you know, the dollar being, you know, losing strength. Yeah, very low mm -hmm. strength. And, you know, I, I pay attention to the, the Forex markets and like mm -hmm. how, you know, how we compare to everything else. Mm -hmm. The dollar being weaker, is that driving more people into crypto? Is that driving that market up? Because um, I do a lot of correlation between the treasury yields, specifically the 10-year, and how that affects our futures market. So, like, how does this affect crypto? So, I say this in the most respective way. A lot of the people that are on this podcast are in tune with what's going on inside of the financial markets. But that's the 1%. Honestly, that's the 1%. 1% of the world is invested into the markets and knowledgeable, rather, right inside of the markets. Um, so I want to say no. Reason being is because you don't know what you don't know. Right. At the end of the day. Sure. And vast, like you talk to my, my mom, any of our moms, they have no idea that the dollar has lost value. It's word like, oh man, like how's our economy? But doing? I mean, from the institution side of it, like the the actual market maker side but, of it. But like, you had you had asked, is that a reason why people are fluctuating towards cryptocurrency? Correct. Yeah. And in that aspect, I say no. Gotcha. I don't believe that's the case because they're not, and that's where it is that our business comes into play, so we can educate the vast majority as at least our outreach, and impact as many lives as we can, not just financially but educationally. 
Yeah. Like, yo, if you don't know what's going on inside of your economy, like that's the vast majority. I get it. Right. I, I, I totally get it. But if I can provide that value, then I, I, I'm going to go ahead and do that and educate as many people as I can. Because if you know what's going to happen next, you're good. You get me? I always say the only yes. economy that matters is the one in your pocket and in your brain. You can, you can thrive off a downfalling economy. You can thrive. That's where the most millionaires are made in the last freaking uh, 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 real estate collapse. You get me? Like it, You can thrive on a downfalling economy, but the vast majority of people really don't understand that. So to answer your question, I say no. I don't think that's why it is that individuals. I would agree. Are, I yeah. love. I love that. I'm joining. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, People love- don't know what they don't know because yeah. they don't know what they don't know. Right now, like, dude, we live in such a man. It's wild because we live in such a digital age and a pop cultured age where it's like we do what's cool because it's at the at, at our fingertips. Like literally everything we do is at our fingertips. So, like, if the Kardashians are doing it, you get me? Like, all right, cool, we're going to do it. Or, like, whatever the case is, I'm just using them as an example. But, like, whatever's hot on social media, whatever's hot on the news, that's where it is that we're going, right? People are not flocking towards that because of that. People are flocking towards it because, I hate to bring it back, the market makers, it's all by design. They control the mindset and the psychology of the trading world. That's why like we're partnered with a lot of institutional traders that trade against the grain. And I'm not gonna get into that because I'm not a professional when it comes to institutional trading. Um, but I know a lot of individuals inside of our organization. And, and mind you, you can make hella money trading with the grain. But there's certain ones that trade with the downfall, that trade like the institutions. And when you understand that, you understand the psychology of the marketplace. And I really believe that, just to answer your question, man, they're not getting in because the, the economy is weakening. I think it all. scares people. I think it, like, honestly, I think their 401ks get a little shook and it, like, makes them think about it. Dude, did you know the vast majority think, of people in the United States them. actually don't have a 401k? Right. Which I didn't blew. have one until last year. Dude, I still don't have one. I'm just being <laughs> I, I was corporate early, so I had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, like, you were, you were uh, white-collared. Yeah, I think a lot of people just become shook by that. They don't mm-hmm. run They don't run to crypto, but they understand like the fluctuation is not necessarily great, but they're not always ripe for more risk, you know? like. And, and I'll be honest, yeah, dude, most people are markets, afraid of crypto, though. Yeah, like that's, well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Is like totally. They see the shiny object, but it's still like looks like a physics problem to them or something that they don't want to get into yet. Because a lot yeah. of them are like, how do you get a wallet, dude? How do you trade Bitcoin? How right. do I get a whole... I don't have enough for a whole Bitcoin. So and that, yeah. that's, what, like, that's what, that's what like, I, I'll never be able to wrap my head around that ideology. Like, yo, for me, if times are changing, which is crazy, times change so far, right? <laughs> the name of the album, Selfish Shout Out, Get Ready. That's right. <laughs> but, that's right. Um, you know... Quarter three. so like for me man it's not even that i'm a forward thinker i just adapt it's like dude you got you you see the way things are going question everything i get that question everything right Uh, totally but at the same exact on the same exact token like yo if something we've seen we're, we're, we're we're creatures of habit i get that but we're also creatures of patterns. 
And if we see a pattern happening, like, yo, how many people said the internet was fucking crazy and the internet popped? How many people said that MySpace was the shit and then Facebook popped? How many people said that gasoline was it and then Tesla popped? Like, how often does this have to fucking happen for you to see, like, yo, the next big thing is happening. We're in a world of evolution. And if you're not fucking seeing it at this point, like, what are you doing? What are you, like, like... Yo, catch a fucking pattern at this point. That's the way I feel. It's like, easy to say not no, to be it's hard to understand. Yeah, but for me, I'm a understand. yes man. I guess like fuck, man. Like well, I rather man. me personally, I rather say like, yo, I shouldn't have done that. Then, what if I got in on Bitcoin at ten thousand? You be. I rather say I shouldn't have gotten into Bitcoin. Fuck it. I take that L. It's not a loss. It's a lesson. I take that, oh, you got to risk it to get the fucking biscuit. You get me? Like, yo, go out there and make some risks. Take some chances and actually invest. You're not investing in anything else other than yourself. Like, that's what, like, that's why I just got passionate. My bad. But, like, I was just like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, dude. Like, I I spoke to my mom and I had this conversation at the end. She was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy some Bitcoin. And it's like, yo, like, wake up. How many times do we have to see things change before our eyes? in a 10 year, 20 year, 50 year span, and you see that change is evident. You see it's evident, but still people are concrete. And when I look at crypto, it's like, dude, it's evident. It's gonna happen. It's, it's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. But yet you want to get in when it's like, okay, it's stable at 50,000 a coin. What? <laughs> Yeah, now now that it's proven itself at fifty thousand a coin, I'm cool. But that's why the one percent of the one percent, I guess. It's just like weed and AI. I think cannabis is going to be one of the most powerful industries in the next 20, 30 years. People will always shit on weed. I think that will never change. Yeah. And same with AI. The, you know the burger flipping robot I was talking about. I'm like, that's coming, bro. <laughs> those, those, that is already here in Dude, Europe. Episode name. In, in Europe. In, in Europe, burger. Burger I got it. In, in Europe, in Europe, I got it. Though, in Europe, the McDonald's don't have employees. Matt, how many times do we go to McDonald's? There's like it's just screens. It, that's gonna yeah, happen. It's right. actually really right. trippy. So it's like that. Yeah. That shit will always happen. So crypto just happens to be like the time and place of here and now. But like it'll always happen with these things. But I like that crypto is like. A I'm whole glad. I'm glad you guys run podcasts class. like this. Yeah, this, you, that's you're really right now like opening my eyes to crypto. I've always been. I think people are intimidated by it. wait say I that again opening my eyes <laughs> one more time <laughs> opening my eyes <laughs> that that is that is a, a title for the podcast <laughs> opening my eyes to crypto it's very i mean Dino it's, my, it's, it's, it's true I, it's always intimidated me and i think being around watching what happened in 17 like seeing that let's say call that time a little bit of a bubble because that did burst yeah hard yeah and it sure. wasn't like Bitcoin, like I, I mean, I remember watching Bitcoin when it was $800, okay? Me too, and being like, yeah, yeah. Man, and being too. like, you know what, maybe it's worth it to try and get a, I remember when it broke $800 and being like, yo, this thing is really moving now. Like, I remember seeing all that and watching analysts talk about Bitcoin or reading analysts, you know, what they have to say about it when it was like, before $1,000, like, is this thing real? Is this like... But you know what's crazy is... If you pull up the chart for gold and you pull up the chart for Bitcoin, it is scary. And they don't coincide with one another, really. One is a physical commodity. The other one's ran off of blockchain technology. It is terrifying to look at the similarity. If you line them up right on top of each other, 
Nick, please pull this up if uh, you are. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at gold. What gold? Just gold? Dude, it's yeah, very... just gold. Just gold. Yeah, I, I got the charts. If you, you charts? pull them up and align them, put one over the other, obviously it's not extru- like like perfectly congruent. But dude, they move almost identical. Put one over the other. When someone told me this, I was like, bullshit. You're talking about the gold rush. Like, what made America, bro? Like, you're talking yeah. about the fucking gold rush. And Yeah, I mean, my, minus that big, big up one. Yeah, yeah, the, the 2017 yeah. one. Yeah, it is. But other than that, dude, it's congruent, which is terrifying. But now that it went past, it experienced that drop, came back to its original support area, right? Because you got your support and your resistance, right? And it bounces in between your support and your resistance. Now that it smacked that original support where we were at, where we were healthy... Dude, it's still moving in the same fucking way if you align the charts. And that right there, if our currency right now is backed by gold, which we have no idea what the fuck is left of gold inside of the United States. Like, that is all, like, who knows? Yeah. here or there now. But, but, yeah, Alcatraz, right? But if you align these two, they're literally simultaneously in the same direction and you mean to tell me what backs our currency right now on a physical commodity is moving the exact same way as a blockchain technology and it has the exact same spikes, the exact same support and resistance minus the 2017 bull bear run. You mean to tell me this shit is not legit? Like it's literally right there with one another. Well, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I see that as far as Bitcoin, but there's a lot of fool's gold out there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And no, that's, no, no. Damn, that's that, dope. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. There. Yeah. And that's why, honestly, I'm going to be the first to say it. Like, I'm a cryptocurrency advocate, quote unquote. I'm a Bitcoin advocate. Right. So that's that's very different than lumping all the crypto. No, I'm a blockchain. Blockchain. There you go. <laughs> there you black. Go. Blockchain technology and Bitcoin advocate. I'm yeah. not a cryptocurrency advocate. Do I think you can make bank on other coins? Fuck yeah, yeah, day trading it all day like anything yeah, else, like yeah, any other junk beast. stock. And, and yeah. even even more so, you know, a lot of these coins came out way before Bitcoin did. I mean, uh, after Bitcoin Way did. after. Yeah, yeah, way after Bitcoin did. So they have a lot of testing in order to prove. Do I think the potential? probably made for profit. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Dude, of course, of course. man. I got, into, I got into, yo, if you're on this podcast, I got into Gladia coin, which was supposed to be the hottest thing, and I lost my ass on it, and it was a pump oh, and dub, and it's nowhere to I be seen. I remember, remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, oh yeah, God. but I am a cryptocurrency, not a cryptocurrency, a blockchain technology and Bitcoin advocate. Which goes back to that other thing. Bottom line, am I a cryptocurrency advocate? No. Am I intrigued by it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Fuck yeah. But, but in regards to the bottom line, Bitcoin is technology gold. Right. So we're yeah. talking like we're, you guys, what I'm learning is mm-hmm. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is it. You know, and I see Bitcoin. I think we all respect Bitcoin for what it is. All the banks respect Bitcoin, obviously. And it feels yeah. like a lot of players mm-hmm. became bigger players because mm-hmm. of Bitcoin. Yeah. What I think about when I think of crypto, though, I think of like all like your, even we talked about XRP. We brought mm-hmm. that up. That mm-hmm. took a I mean, they they all took a huge hit. Mm-hmm. You got like like the Ethereum, the Litcoin. Mm-hmm. I call it Litcoin affectionately. <laughs> like all the like little coins, because there's so many little coins out there. At mm-hmm. one point, when you went, you know, when you took a Shit, break a few minutes ago, we talked about 
uh, me and Dom almost made emo coin a couple of years ago. Nice. Like we were bought. trying. Yeah, yeah, it would have bought. It was the right time. <laughs> I, I would have been deep in the <laughs> home, bro. Yeah. Be a revival. And we, I can't spirit. take profit on my own. Now. <laughs> 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 Emo coin, man. That was a funny. Hand. That was a funny. I fuck with emo coin. You can probably <laughs> right. still drop it. You can probably hilarious. still do it. It'll all be right EMO. Right. <laughs> EMO coin. Exactly. Yeah. That was yeah, the plan. Yeah. EMO but coin. like, you know, I think all of that stuff runs a lot like these these dirt stocks that we play on the OTC yeah. market and whatnot. And it's like it's very similar. And I think that's what holds crypto or the the word crypto yeah. in a little bit of a corner. Yeah. But obviously Bitcoin is something very different because a lot of these coins their their cap is like billions and billions like yeah, yeah. you could set that when you create it you could set that to whatever you want you're like mm-hmm. yeah this is mm-hmm. 70 billion so mm-hmm. you could consistently just drive that value down yeah. but bitcoin obviously there's only what's the cap exactly it's like 30 40 million something like 60 that million coins 60 million yeah. yeah so that Most i of them are like see that, that you yeah, know yeah. but I, I do also see a lot of them that are billions you know and it's yeah. like that how can you retain value in no, that i think it's kind of like music man like you you have this image of what it can be and unfortunately unlike music people are investing which is the fuck up part but i think that not everybody has this pump and dump mindset by any means i think that people have a genuine like like i was telling you guys i got into this cryptocurrency called like or this company called ben no no disrespect to anybody in that company um but you know kevin lineman was backing in you know owner of warp tour a bunch of people dude taylor swift was supposedly it was never like signed or anything like that but there were so many names thrown into it and long story short like they had the best of intention fen stands for full of energy no drugs and I love the mindset. I invested into it. Um, and they had the best of intentions. Unfortunately, it didn't pop with the mentality that they had. But they had this vision. They had this goal. They had this mindset towards it. And I think that that's okay. I think that what blockchain allows individuals to do is to get into that space. Now, unfortunately, we can't get into that space unless we're educated inside of that space and that's where the falter comes but like every other coin there's a heads and there's a tail and just like that there is the evil behind it yeah but in my eyes that's why i'm talking about blockchain is that that's what blockchain is the shit well i mean that's it's like the antibodies real quick before we keep going about antibodies how do we get educated (laughs) How do we get educated? Oh, I appreciate that. Quick plug. Yeah. Hit quick me plug. Because I'm signing up right as soon as we get done here. I'm, I'm, I'm logging quick on. Plug, quick plug. Quick yeah. plug. Uh, Can we so- get his password? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can get his link to sign up his referral link. But, um, yo, so, so, so essentially, like, I, I guess in order to explain what we're doing, I'll, I'll take him back a little bit. Um, I kept on seeing trading on Instagram. And... I kept on seeing it, kept on seeing it. And if you're listening to this and you're cut from the same cloth, just worn a little bit differently, you can relate with this one. Um, I kept on seeing it. I was intrigued by it. But I also try to find the easy way out of it as I try to do everything. And I realize it normally doesn't work. Um, and I messaged individuals online. Um, one dude told me, he was like, dude, I'll trade your money for you. I should have known this when he was like, give me 200 bucks and I'll trade your money for you. And I was like... In desperate times, desperate measures, right? 
I sent them 200 bucks. He blocks me on absolutely everything. Takes my money. I tried going to YouTube University. That was horrible. God bless the people that can make it happen. But for the for access to information to the 1%, it's not meant to be on YouTube. I'm going to be honest. Mike, it's, it's just not. You can learn terminology on YouTube. You can learn the history of trading on YouTube. But to get access to the 1%, you need access to the 1%. You get me? And I messaged this dude who looked like, shout out Austin Gossi, AG. Um, but I messaged this one dude that looked like the white little Uzi Bert. No lie. And most people would have been like, Yo, fuck no, don't do that. No blue check mark, no none of that. But I, he was living a lifestyle that I wanted to live. So I hit him up and I was like, can you teach me to trade? Because he was advertising trading. He was like, no, I can't. I was like, okay. He's like, but I can introduce you to somebody that can. I was like, all right, bet. So he gets me on a phone call with a gentleman by the name of Chris Terry, who is the CEO of our academy, I Am Academy. He gets me on the call with this dude. And it's supposed to be a 15-minute conversation. Yo, me and my business partner are on there two and a half hours. Like, just full-blown. He didn't try to close me. He just straight educated me and just spit game. And at the end of that, he was like, yo, rock with me and I'll make sure that you learn what it is that you need to learn. I said, all right, cool. So I was, <laughs> I was telling you earlier, the, the company looked like Windows 1998 when we first got started. It was boof, to say the least. It was ugly. But I understood what his vision was and his capability. That's all I needed to know. Fast forward five years that I've been with the company. What we've done is we've created an educational platform with four simple steps. Step number one. You jump into the platform and you learn the term with pre-recorded videos. You learn the terminology and the history of trading. No need for the YouTube. You cut that out. Step number two, which is the heartbeat of what we do, live education, right? Just pure blown live education. We have over a hundred different educators in seven different languages, educating virtually 24 hours a day, nonstop. And they're going ahead and they're analyzing the markets in a live setting. They're not insider traders by any means. They're not individuals that are guaranteed to make you money, but you're in a community with educators from Wall Street, from no streets, people that have learned, kind of like Dom is doing right now and got really good at what it is that he's doing, partnered with the company, people that had their own academies, the whole nine yards. It's taken five years to get to where we're at. But essentially what they're doing is they're analyzing the markets in a live setting and they're telling us, hey, look, this is what the markets are doing. Based off of a technical aspects, aka the charts, and a fundamental aspect, aka the news, this is what's going on, this is what I see, and this is what I'm doing. And it's all live sessions where you could communicate with the community and say, hey, how do you guys feel about this? And so on and so forth, chat boxes, the whole nine. And you can ask me like, yo, let's say Dom is an educator. Yo, Dom, why do you see this? Like, I, I see something different. Can you explain this? And Dom is going to address that specific individual. And we got over 100 of them educating in cryptocurrencies, binary options, uh, Forex. Now we just added, which is not the markets, e-commerce. We're adding stocks. Like, if it moves in the markets, we have intention of being able to teach you it and partnering with the best. 
Step number three is that you begin to use artificial intelligence, AIs that we've created based off of algorithms that analyze the markets for you. It's kind of like a cheat code. Instead of searching the markets all day, looking for a trade, looking for a trade, looking for a trade. Look, this is gonna do it based off of certain thresholds inside of the markets. If it hits a certain threshold and draws out a specific pattern, let's say the harmonic pattern or the Gartley pattern or whatever the pattern it is, it's gonna look for that specific threshold. It hit, boom, boom, we had a double top, so it went up, retested the previous uh, uh, ceiling, went back up, retested that previous ceiling and shot back up. We know we're going for that buy. The AI goes ahead, analyzes that and says, here's a trade setup. They go ahead, send an alert to us. We log online. We say, okay, cool. I see that. You don't take the trade blindly. You do it based off of steps one and two. You know the terminology, the history. You know, you've seen everything used in play inside of the live sessions. Now you're going to use your own technical analysis, aka what it is that you know on the charts, and you're going to confirm what's going on. Step number one, the academy. Step number two, live sessions. Step number three, AI. And then step number four, signal services. So we have applications on our phone that send you signals. And what you do is you swipe right. If you decide to take the trade, you swipe left. If you decide not to take the trade, kind of like Tinder for trading, you feel me? <laughs> and you decide to match with these. Never been <laughs> yeah, me either, dude. Me either, man. Uh, but you decide to match with these trades. But then it's going to give you the technical analysis breakdown. It's going to give you a fundamental breakdown as to why it is that they see it, what's going on in the world. And again, you don't take the trade blindly. We don't. We don't enable that with individuals. We encourage that they go ahead and do the analysis to confirm these trade alerts are a confirmation, not a do this, right? So if, you're, if your mindset and what it is that you know doesn't align, because by the time you're taking the signals, you're an experienced trader. If your mindset and what it is that you know does not align, you don't take the trade. And then from there on out, four-step process. The purpose of it is n our intention is not to create a profitable trader, and that sounds crazy. I don't. I, I. I. I'm not in the business of just making sure that I don't take investments. I don't touch people's money. I don't. We're an institution. Think of us like the Yale of trading, the Harvard of trading. Just because you went to Yale or Harvard doesn't mean you're going to make bank. But what we will do is give you the best education that you possibly can get, and what you do with it is dependent upon you. So that's how it is that you do it. Love it. Love it. Love, love so many of the things you said in that too. Quick yeah. little quick yeah. little and elevator where, pitch, and, right? And like That's A great. says, where well, where, where do you go? Like where like if somebody's like, All right, you just sold me, I'm going where am to I sign going? Up. Where am I going? Uh everything is referral based. Because what we've done is we've given the opportunity for individuals. Yeah. <laughs> gotta go to Sam's call. every yeah. <laughs> No, so everything we did it by design as well. Meet me in the um, so essentially what we did was we gave customers the opportunity to get because there's a monthly subscription. Right? And we gave and it's not thousands of dollars, like uh, monthly subscriptions like what, like one 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 seventy five, something along those lines. I I've, I don't have the numbers right in front of me. That's like you know, yeah, it's normal. Most things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not a crazy. It's very competitive. Yeah, right. Um. So essentially, but what we did was given our customers and our students the opportunity to get it for free. If you refer to other individuals, your monthly subscriptions waived. As long as they're paying their monthly, your monthly's waived. So that's why we did it as 
only for, for two sides of the coin so we can grow our business. Yeah. Full transparency so we can grow our business, but also cater to the customer to be able to get this free. So everything they do on top of that is not profitable. If they decide to refer it to more people, then we pay them residual income from there on out. If they don't, then cool. You get your product for free. You keep it moving. And you learn how to trade. Sick. Boom. I love that. Me too. We should do that with a recording. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I got a few people in the inbox. I'm like, yo, where you at? Give me a referral link. I'll blast this shit. So sick. Just send them to my IG. <laughs> no check mark. Yeah. Me either, Donnie dude. We're good. So weird picture. Yeah. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah. Um, yeah that I, was great. Man. All that was fantastic. Like that. That was amazing. I'm definitely. Yeah waiting for my referral link <laughs> i got you man I i'm got waiting you. i'm ready for it www.getreadyrightnow.com no, no i'm, I'm kidding that's not the link don't sign up for that but yeah it's yeah, been man. yeah i've just seen how many lives has changed and right it's really cool to bring information like this to the public absolutely absolutely so, i mean i feel like this conversation was really valuable not just to everybody listening oh, yeah. but for me Same. i feel like yeah. i took a lot from it i enjoyed watching you get passionate hearing you get passionate seeing what it is that you do and i think it's uh it's really impressive it's awesome i thank you so much for spending time with us and chatting about all this stuff because yeah. i mean Mike. Thanks, we could probably Matt. fill up another four hours with the with the uh, amount of questions and thoughts that <laughs> oh, i have dude, but we'll say you're that wrapping this up time. man because I was ready. Yeah, we're gonna. I'll be on episode two hundred and twenty-five with you guys. Yeah, I got you guys. We're going there. Well, we're man. coming. We're coming we're back for for episode two twenty-five. Until then, I want to say thank you, everybody. Check out these people. They're beautiful, wonderful, magical creatures. And uh, always remember, <laughs> the charts demand more, bro. Yeah. The charts demand that more. That should be your slogan. That's the charts that's demand more. I'm using yeah. it. That's it. I'm changing it to the charts demand more I'm from forever. Man. So that's that's where we go. But yeah, Thanks, thank you man. so much. Thanks. And honestly, thank Mike. you for thank you for having yeah. us. Dude, like it, it means it. the world to be Dude, in a room it. with you guys. Not often do you see a lot of individuals like I I told you guys this earlier. Like a lot of individuals put everything on hold for their passions, and I'm okay with that. But at, the real world demands, and you guys are providing information that can change situations. And even if it's a podcast, if it's a conversation, whatever it is, you guys are providing insight and helping people think outside of the box that may have not been there before. Yeah. And for this, I'm a huge supporter. Awesome. Punk stocks rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Charge the man more, bro. We had such an amazing time with this one. I want to thank Matt and Mike again for stopping by. Seriously opened my eyes to a whole new world. All right, well, that's it. I want to thank you all so much for taking the time to listen. As always... None of this is financial advice or investment ideas. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Until then, the charts demand more. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, 
but my life. Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analyst Celeste Chiffre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics and hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts.